Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. What interferes with your happiness? What are some things standing in the way of being the best version of you? For a lot of people, life, your past, and sometimes your current situation can cause roadblocks in your life. Mental health is incredibly important, and so many, including myself, can benefit from talking to a professional and working to dismantle those roadblocks. That's why I'm excited to talk to you guys about BetterHelp. BetterHelp knows no two people are the same and will help to assess your personal needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. These incredibly convenient appointments are in a safe and completely private online environment, and you can start chatting with your new therapist in under 24 hours. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling. You can message with your counselor at any time and get a timely response, plus schedule weekly video or phone sessions, which means no driving to an office, no waiting rooms, and no awkward small talk. Just meaningful sessions with experts who specialize in things like depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, trauma, family conflict, LGBTQ matters, grief, and so much more. There is truly someone there for everyone. And BetterHelp is committed to finding your perfect match, which means if you and your counselor don't mesh for whatever reason, they make it easy and free to seek someone new if needed. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling. And with financial aid available and access worldwide, they truly make it easy for anyone to seek the help they need. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash morning cup. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a... Weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cup of murder. We hear stories all the time where the friends and neighbors of a suspected killer say things like, we never expected it, or he was such a good guy. But the subject of today's story, a man born on May 17th, 1968, was not one of those men. He was one who, when finally arrested, had everyone saying, we always knew there was something off about him. So if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Yusuf Rahim, a man better known as Levi Belfield, was born on May 17, 1968, in Isleworth, Greater London, to parents of Romani descent. When Levi was just 10 years old, his father died from leukemia, and left the children to be raised in a council estate in southwest London. Eventually, Levi grew older, finished school, and moved around the area, all the while fathering 11 children with three different women and racking up a pretty extensive criminal record. His first conviction came in 1981 when he was charged with burglary and just a few years later in 1990, assaulted a police officer. By 2002, Levi had nine convictions and had spent almost a year in prison for all of them. He was a fixture with the local police who, along with ex-girlfriends, went on to describe the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde type attitude that Levi possessed. How, at first, he was the most charming and lovely human being, but all at once that facade dropped and the real Levi showed himself. An egocentric, controlling, violent, and nasty man capable of great evil. Beginning in March of 2002 and spanning just over two years, Levi Belfield terrorized London under the name of Bus Stop Killer 
and targeted young, blonde women who rejected his advances. The first of all victim was 13-year-old Amanda Jane Millie Dowler, who went missing from a train station in Walton-on-Thames on March 21st, 2002. Leaving her school around 3.07 p.m., Millie called her father at 3.47 to tell him that she would be home in about a half an hour. When she failed to return home, her father called the police and a friend of her sister's placed her walking alone on Station Avenue just after 4.05. So they searched the nearby CCTV footage, and while they did not see any signs of Millie, they did see a red Daewoo Nexia driving past at 4.32, a car that, unbeknownst to the investigators at the time, belonged to Levi's newest girlfriend, Emma Mills. A nationwide search for Millie began with about 100 officers and helicopters searching all around Hersham, as well as public pleas made by the family on Crime Watch UK. Her family shared their hopes that Millie had simply run away, despite having no reason to do so, because that was far less heartbreaking than the idea that a stranger had snatched her off the sidewalk. On September 18th, 2002, Millie's naked body was discovered by mushroom pickers in Yately Heath Woods in Hampshire. Due to her level of decomposition, her cause of death was impossible to determine, though they were certain she was the victim of a homicide. Because of this, they created a task force codenamed Operation Ruby and attempted to find the man responsible for Millie's death. Suspects came and went, including her father for a short period of time, and a man named Gary Farr, who wrote lewd letters from prison, claiming to be responsible. But nothing seemed to pan out in any meaningful way. While all of this was happening, in February of 2003, 19-year-old Marsha Louise McDowell was admitted into the hospital after being beaten over the head with a blunt object near her home in Hampton, London, after leaving a nearby bus stop. Unfortunately, Marsha never recovered from her injuries and died two days later in the hospital. Then came 18-year-old Kate Sheedy, who was run over while crossing a road in Isleworth on May 28, 2004. She spent several weeks in the hospital, but thankfully was able to recover from her injuries. According to her story, soon after getting off the bus in Isleworth, she sensed that something was wrong. A car seemed to be driving close by, and not liking the look of it, she crossed the road in an attempt to get further away. Angered that she thought she could outsmart him, the car's driver sped towards her, ran her over several times, and then sped off, leaving her for dead. Kate's testimony, bravely given just four years after her attack, would be integral to the case against Levi Belfield. Unfortunately, he wouldn't be caught before taking another human life. On August 19, 2004, 22-year-old French student Amélie Delagrange was found at Twickenham Green and rushed to the hospital with serious head injuries from which she would never recover and died that same night. She had been attacked from behind with a hammer. Almost immediately, police connected Amélie's murder to Marsha's, and when CCTV footage was checked, they found a clip of Amelie walking towards Twickingham Green after missing her stop on the bus. On that same footage was a white van, a white van that appeared on the footage from other attacks. The investigators worked tirelessly to find the man responsible, and after placing him under surveillance, seeing him drive in his van near bus stops and speaking to young women, 
On November 22, 2004, Levi Belfield was arrested on suspicion of the murder of Amelie Delagrange. Three days later, he was charged with three counts of rape in Surrey and West London. On December 9th, he was charged with assaulting a woman in Twickingham and remanded into custody. Rearrested for Amelie's murder, Kate's attempted murder, and causing grievous bodily harm to a woman named Irma Jagoshi on March 2nd, 2006, and on May 25th, 2006, was charged with the murder of Marcia McDonnell. He was also charged with the abduction and false imprisonment of a 17-year-old girl named Anna Marie Rennie, who disappeared on October 14th, 2001, who identified him four years later in a video parade. Hers and the charge for Irma's attempted murder would never reach verdicts in trial. All of the women whom Levi attacked or killed were young and blonde. And when experts looked into that some more, they were able to pinpoint a particular event that may have triggered his M.O. When Levi was just 12 years old, he had been in love with an older, blonde girl named Patsy Morris, who then rejected him. A girl who disappeared when she was 14 years old and was found two days later strangled to death. Levi Belfield was found guilty of Marcia and Amelie's murder, as well as the attempted murder of Kate Sheedy on February 25th, 2008. He was then sentenced to life imprisonment with the recommendation that he never see life outside of prison. While behind bars, police were able to connect and charge him with the murder of Millie Dowler, as well as the kidnapping of a 12-year-old girl named Rachel Callis, which came as no surprise to Levi's children, who were plagued with memories of him beating their mother and leering at young schoolgirls. One of his daughters even believes that her father took her to the murder scene after Millie's disappearance, and was even in the same flat as the missing girl just before her death. He appeared in court via video link and was given a second life sentence for these new charges, meaning he is Britain's only serial killer to be sentenced to two whole life tariffs. As of 2016, Levi has admitted to the rape and murder of Millie Dowler, though he would later deny it and change his story, and continues to be named as a suspect in a number of unsolved murders and attacks that took place dating all the way back to his childhood. Murders like Patsy Morris's in 1980. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on May 18th. Don't forget to write and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.